Buongiorno, my name is Lauren. I'm a writer, food lover, and creator of Cooking Vacations Italy, a culinary tour company. I married Reno, an Italian race car driver, and we live in sunny Italy where we welcome guests to our Italian kitchen and share our way of living on the Amalfi Coast. We live on a vertical cliff, 100 stairs down, overlooking Positano and the Tyrrhenian Sea. We're surrounded by olive and lemon trees, and grapevines grow everywhere. From our terrace, we can almost reach out and touch Capri. Follow me in the garden, where we grow Mediterranean fruits and vegetables in the rhythm of the seasons. We use our farm-to-table ingredients, including our own olive oil, in local cuisine. Join us as we travel, cook, and experience life in Italy. Welcome, this is Jordan Rich, and I'm here with the very lovely Lauren. We have some special guests. One is on the phone lines. One is actually in studio, a very handsome chap. We'll introduce him in a second. Lauren, it's it's romance time, uh, always in Italy, isn't it? Every day is romance, whether you're young or old, single or married, there's romance everywhere. Well, you know what? Because he's a little shy, let's get the guy taken care of, first of all. He's taking pictures, but you have a romantic story, and the man <laughs> keeps taking pictures of you during this. You have a romantic story to share with our listeners. You've shared it uh, in the introduction, but tell us who's next to you, and then let's get him to... Speak up a bit in Italian. His name is Reno. His real name is Gennaro, after St. Gennaro, the patron saint of Naples. And I met him in Positano when I called for a car service to pick me up. And we became friends. Yeah. And a year and a year later, we were married. I was single, never been married, a career girl in Boston. But he stole my heart in a very gentle way. All right, we're going to get to our other guest, Rosanna, on the line in just a moment. But, uh, Reno, if you'd like to say it in Italian, your native tongue, was it love at first sight, if you know what that means? In... Era un cupo di food? Yes, yeah, I think yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I meet, uh, I think, uh, the good lady. Yeah. Is that Italian he's speaking? Speaking Italian. <laughs> It's better speaking Italian. Yeah, uh, sì, penso che è stato un colpo di fulmine. Uh, le cose belle ti arrivano quando non le cerchi. E io non cercavo nulla. Vivevo la mia vita da singles, a single. E all'improvviso ho capito lei casualmente su un servizio. E oggi la mia, è mia moglie e la mia migliore amica eh, mi ritengono un fortunato. Yes. Oh. Sorry, I don't speak. I'm falling in love with you right now. I, 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 I speak well Italian. You, you, what, what, pray tell, did he share with our audience for those who don't speak Italian, Lauren? He said, I was single, I was never married, I wasn't looking for love, and it just happened naturally. Mm. And now I'm married, and Lauren's my wife and my best friend, and we oh. work together. That's lovely, that's lovely. Reno, you did... Noto bene. Very oh, nice. Very you. nice. Very nice indeed. <laughs> so let's say hello to the lady in the line. Why don't you introduce our special phone guest, Lauren? Who is it? It's Rosanna Ansaldi, an, an Italian-American, very successful woman and kind as well. She's my best friend. And Rosanna and I were two young women working in the back bay, building our careers. She's a designer, a teacher. Um, a businesswoman, and I was building my PR business, and 
we decided to take off for a, a Memorial Day weekend. We landed in Bellinopoly. We rented a mm. car, and we're, before you knew it, we were driving. She was driving down the Amalfi Coast. <laughs> and as soon as I saw Positano, I, I, I said, my God, it looks like there's confetti on the mountainside because of all the Monzini, which are the little fishermen's houses. And we had a blast, and... It was romance. Romance was in the air. Rosanna and I went to Tresorella, our favorite little trattoria on the beach, which is now our favorite trattoria. And there was Luigi, the owner, who gave us a discount. And the waiters were, you know, giving us lots of attention and limoncello. And next thing, Pasquale, the artist, was there who fell head over heels for Rosanna. (laughs) All right, Rosanna, you want to jump in here and uh, share a little bit about your experience on that trip and more? Yeah, it was uh, was one of maybe my second. I don't know. But it was one of the uh, beginning times that I had started to go to Italy, and you know, everybody, like Lauren said, it's friendly, and everybody's having a good time, and there's you know, handsome men all over the place. Obviously, there's one here <laughs> and... today. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think. We had stayed in Sorrento, if I remember correctly, Lauren. Yes, the first time. Our first trip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Sorrento is like local to everything. You could go to Amalfi, you could go to um, Positano from there easily. And so we kind of explored all the little places around there. And Positano, I think, is where we ran into um, the artist. Pasquale. Pasquale, who was on, yeah, he was on the beach painting, and we met him, and we chatted with him, and I think we said we were staying in Sorrento, and um, and that night we were having dinner in Sorrento, me and Lauren, and we saw um, Pasquale walking around the outdoor cafe where we were with a friend of his, and, and we're like, isn't that that artist we saw this morning? And, and uh, he came over like it was, oh, God, he, like he just ran into us. But actually, he kind of planned, he dragged his friend there. We found later, I found out later that that was his doctor friend, I think, Lauren, was yes. his doctor or something. And his friend kind of fessed up and said, oh, he dragged me down here because he was looking for these girls that he met this Whoa, <laughs> that is so cool. So romantic, right? Right. <laughs> He sat with us, and we became friends, and that's, you know, that was the extent of it. We're friends today, but we uh, we always laugh about that episode, and um, yeah, he was just friendly. He's a nice guy. He's a talented artist, and uh, it sounded like a movie scene. He, he asked me if I was Sicilian, because at the time I had jet black hair, and, you know, I guess I looked the part, but... Um, and yeah, we became friends. It's almost in the air, this sense of love and romance and appreciation for food and wine and art. It's almost a natural spot. I, I would say Paris holds number two in the world because uh, I've been to Italy and it is darn romantic. Share with us a bit more about the, the feeling you get when you're there. Italians are expressive. I mean, Pasquale follow you know he came to Sorrento on a hunt hoping to find Rosanna he knew we were staying there and he was very gentlemanlike about it and I remember him saying she's like a little mermaid she has very beautiful light skin and black hair and oh she my mother would love her and and you know they're still friends he still has a little twinkle in his eye for her every time she comes Uh, and he meant it you know like Reno meant it Mm. and um 
our other dear friend Michelle McPhee mm. has her love affair with Pepe, the computer repair guy. <laughs> um, and he, it, it goes on and on and on. This has gone on even during COVID, long distance between them. But Rosanna can attest that Italians are expressive. Even before COVID, we have a, a group of widows who come every year. And we, we were in the restaurant, and the maitre d', who's around 70, sort of pulled her in, gave her a kiss on the cheek, pinched the top of her rump, and she blushed, and she said, oh, my God, but I liked it. <laughs> Ro- Rosanna, you're a lady of, of the world and obviously a very accomplished business person, and, and we're thrilled to hear about all your success. But uh, does it surprise you when you're there, let's say, that it's not quite as up at, you know, p- people in America are a little more uptight about things like holding the door and being gentlemanly because you never know where it's going to end up. Uh, is it different in Italy then overall? I think I think it is different. You know, it's, it's people are more open. And even though, you know, there was never a romance between me and Pasquale, we, we still became friends. And that really doesn't happen here sometimes. Mm. You know, if you're not interested in a person that way, they don't want to have anything to do with you. And, um, you know, we did we did have a friendship, and that was it. Um, and I remember, I forget how he said it when we first met Lauren, but we figured, you know, we we thought maybe we wouldn't see him again. And he, he said something in Italian, and I forget how you say it, but in English he said it meant, like, those who don't die, you see again. Like, he knew he was going to see us again. Even though we probably didn't know that, he knew that he was going to see us again, and he did over the years. I mean... Every time Lauren goes, you know, she's best friend, good friends with him. And um, every time I go, we, you know, make it a point to get together. And whether we have a coffee or a lemonade or whatever, um, you know, it's a friendship. That's a lovely line. Mm-hmm. I love that. And what about the I language? I don't know. Maybe Rena, maybe Rena will know it in Italian, but I forget how he said it. But Reno? Yeah. Penso di sì. L'Italia è l'Italia è questa. L'Italia è amore, passione, cultura, apertura, conoscenza, voglia di voglia di vivere, voglia di, di intraprendere l'amore, la passione. L'Italia è questa. Io voglio dire questo riguardando Positano. Frequentavo Positano quando ero giovane, ho dei ricordi bellissimi e avevo questo, questo pub in Pompei che tutte le sere chiudevo d'estate e andavo a, fare, andavo a ballare a Positano. E quando passavo davanti a questa bellissima chiesa, io ero giovane e Positano per me la costiera ha in me bellissimi ricordi e spesso e volentieri quando finivo di ballare, quando la serata si era conclusa e tornavo a casa a Pompei in moto quando ero giovane spesso e volentieri passavo cioè io dovevo passare davanti a questa chiesa e spesso dicevo ma chissà un giorno se troverò la compagna giusta vorrei sposarmi in questa chiesa e così è stato io ho conosciuto Loren e ho avuto la fortuna di incontrare questa donna fantastica e ci siamo sposati in questa bellissima chiesa questa è l'Italia cioè il sogno italiano come tutti i sogni americani eccetera però quando ci metti passione e e speranza possono accadere 
Wow. I, I don't know exactly what you said, but it sounded I would I, I want to hire you to do my uh, Italian radio station work. When I buy a radio station, I want you to be the main announcer. You're so good. What did what did we talk about? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. E poi un'altra cosa. Mi piace sentire la voce in questa in questo sistema con la cuffia in testa. Ho davvero una bella voce. <laughs> now we can't shut him up. This is great. I, I think this is what is it? Well, what he just said, then we'll get back to the translation. He said, I'm glad I came in the studio with Jordan. I actually feel comfortable and I have a pretty good voice. He does group. have a great voice. Unbelievably beautiful, mellifluous and all that. Rosanna's enjoying it on the phone even and I'm sure our listeners Bravo, are. bravo. So, so would you be kind enough to just share what he thought about all this? If you do? He said, Italia, mm. Italy has a driving, deep-rooted passion that's sincere. Italians are sincere. They're open. Mm. They love love. They love to live life. They love to live life with love. And he said, when I was a young boy in my 20s, I had a pub in Pompeii with my brother, and we'd close at 2 a.m., and I'd hop on my motorcycle and drive from, Posita- from Pompeii to Positano to go dance on Music on the Rocks. Okay. He said, and every weekend I was so excited to go dance after a hard, long weekend of work, and I would pass the beautiful church on the beach in Positano, he said, and Every day, every time I passed it, I said to this beautiful church that looked like a Presepi, the manger, I would say, I hope one day I marry my true love. I oh. hope one day I marry my true love. He said, and I put my dream out there, and my dream came true because I was married in the church in Positano. Oh, I, I, I'm, getting, wow. I'm getting chills. This is so great. I have a question for both of you. I'll start with Rosanna. Um, and that is beyond the the romance that we're talking about, which is so wonderful and so cool. Just the the lifestyle of Italy. When you come back to the states, and you know it's go 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 and all that. Do, can you take some of that lifestyle back? And have you done that? Have you brought some of that that attitude about living in the moment back? If you can reflect on that, Rosanna. I mean, I tr- I try to when I come back, and you know, after a while, you get caught up in the you know, the everyday and be back to your own routine. But it is nice, you know, that they take a break in the afternoon or if you're walking down the street and you meet someone, they say, hey, you want to go for a coffee? They they don't have a schedule that they have to adhere to, really. Mm -hmm. Or maybe they do, but they just feel like it's more important to, to have that human interaction than to go, you know, do something else, I guess. So I think that's the difference here. You know, I... I live in a condominium building, and sometimes I get in the elevator, and people don't even make eye contact or say hello. And, you know, even on the streets here, on the sidewalk, you know, you pass people, and they kind of look the other way, whereas in Italy, everybody's giving eye contact. Everybody's buongiorno, you know, buonasera. Everybody's saying, you know, greeting, even if they're passing you, uh, you know, when they're passing by, walking past you, and they ask, can I pass by? Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah, very, I, I think they're more civil, more polite, you know, and people more, people here are more, um, you know, not that they're uncivil, but they are preoccupied, maybe that's the word. Right. And, and Lauren, yeah. because you lead so many tours and so many people are going to Italy now, thank goodness they're back in droves. They tell you about the experience and how much fun it was, but they also bring back a little of that with them. I know I did when I went years ago to Venice. I never forgot it. 
the attitude and the and the altitude and all the other stuff that you love. Talk a little bit about what people bring back. Well, we coin it a lemon lifestyle because when people get there, I see it. They're stressed. They they're they're unhappy. They're picking on small little things and all the rest. And by the end of the seven or eight days. They've changed their look. Some of the women have cut their hair. <laughs> They've changed their style. Some of them have boyfriends. Yeah. So it's it's that, you know. We don't have that here. There, people eat at home. They'll eat in restaurants together. There's large groups of friends, families, Sunday lunch. We don't have that here. Mm. Reno and I stop every day for lunch. I like to cook a lot more than I like to go out to have dinner. And even when friends come over, like Rosanna, we usually cook at home. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's lovely. It's lovely. There's so many wonderful aspects to it. Rosanna, this podcast is designed to introduce the audience worldwide to what Lauren and Reno do. Just in a few short sentences, what's it like to travel with this amazing couple? Oh, it's amazing. Don't because laugh. They know... <laughs> Go ahead. It's amazing because, you know, one, they speak the language, and uh, two, they know, every, you know, they know all the areas in Italy. They know the places to go, the places not to go, the places to stay, the places not to stay. And, you know, I had to do things on the fly, and Lauren, we're in the car, and Lauren's making reservations for me in one city, and we're traveling to another city, and it all comes together quickly. Yeah, we we started in Bologna. We went to uh, Modella. Where was the the Ferrari factory that we went Modena. to? Ferrari. Maranello. Modena. Maranello. Yeah, we went there, and that was fun. And we we went. Um, it was truffle season, I think, when we were there, and we went to the area. Lauren showed me where they do the, uh, all the truffles come from, and all the little cities. I mean, yeah, it's it's amazing to travel with them. It's a private private tour guide. <laughs> That's great. That's great. It might be nice for you, Rosanna, to let people know how they can find out more about you. You've got a, a, a beautiful business of your own in design. Would you share your website, if you will? I have uh, two separate businesses. Um, one of the reasons I'm not going back to Italy or traveling right now is because I bought a store. In, I, live in, uh, I live in Andover, and I bought a store one month prior to COVID. <laughs> Um, so I've been uh, preoccupied with the store. Uh, my intent was not to be in the store, but um, due to the uh, COVID, I ended up having to be in the store and basically running it myself. So um, my store is called Andover Collection, and we do merchandise for Phillips Academy, which is a prep school here in Andover. And we also do town merchandise and Andover High School merchandise. So hmm. kind of like a, a souvenir shop for Andover residents and Andover alumni students. And then my other business is a design business. I do mostly technical design now, um, pattern making and prototyping for different companies. She's so successful, talented, creative. I want her to come back to Italy because... All my girlfriends who have stayed here are still single. Ah. So she's got to get back because the last time she was there, Salvatore fell in love with her. <laughs> it's, like a Fellini, it's like a Fellini film waiting to be shot. <laughs> yeah, Vesper rides on the Amalfi, Andrew, Andrea Bocelli under the stars. We, we, we went to a private concert for Andrea Bocelli oh, once. that is amazing. He is brilliant. On Capri in the Cartuso, which is a monastery. There were a handful of people. For anybody listening, 
if you want to put romance back in your life, not to mention the world's greatest food and wine and structures that are hundreds of years old that are amazing, what are you waiting for, right? What are you waiting for? Make the move. And you can find out more through the website of this podcast. Rosanna, thank you so much for sharing with us. And uh, certainly there's You're welcome. There's a swarthy, dark, handsome guy waiting for you back in Italy whenever you go. <laughs> We'll see. We'll see. Thank you for listening. And remember to subscribe and download future episodes. To find out more about us, visit cooking-vacations.com. Ciao. Grazie.